When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on 16.11am SEN Top End and the SEN app. Welcome to Fridays at the Top End with Jackson Clark and Raf Clark for breakfast. Powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End, 16.11am. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. We are hoping to be joined this morning by one of the St. Mary's Women's Premier League star players in Gemma Iacono. Gemma, are you there this morning? Yes, Jacko. Can you hear me? I can. I can. Hey, Gemma, look, I learned my lessons. I'm a guy that can learn from my mistakes. And I was going to call you a veteran, but I heard when I referred to you as a veteran a few weeks ago in an article that, that it didn't go down real well. Was I, was I out of line there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm not, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, you're about my age, and I feel I feel old. I feel like, admittedly, I, I feel about five years older than what I am. But um, I'm not talking about your age, Gemma. It's more about your experience and all that you've done for NT football. You're done a lot for a long, long time here. And and look, we'll talk currently about the season ahead because you have a massive game tomorrow afternoon uh, against Pint. It is the match of the season so far. I, I called it last time, and, and then it resulted in a draw. But I said earlier that I think it's a two-horse race, and and you've got to be careful making statements like that, but Pint and St. Mary's have been the two best teams uh, in this competition this year. But the, the Queen Ants, they have not lost in over a season, so you're going to have to find a chink in their armour, so to speak. Where do you see a weakness in that Pint team? Um, well, I think going back on last game, because it was so wet, um, and it was just a scrap, it could have been anyone's game, and then it resulted in the draw, but I feel like if it's going to be dry, um, our run and our spread... Um, and just the talent that we've got and the depth, I think that's just going to help us get over the line this weekend. 100%. I think the talent is undeniable at St Mary's. We've had Rick Nolan across the desk here, and he is very open in saying that St Mary's are a more talented team. So uh, obviously you'd be hoping for everyone to fire and, and then get the job done that way. Janet Baird has been a great inclusion. Uh, what has she brought to the team? Oh, she has been amazing, especially like that centre half back role. She's able to not only you know take those intercept marks, but she's like a general down there, along with um, Nikita Long and Barbara Islet, like that experience and that depth. But Janet just injects that AFLW experience um, and just her knowledge, and she's able to just you know steer the ship from the back line. And it's been really good having her on board this year. 100%, and obviously you'll need that back line to fire to stop players like Steph Lawrence and, and the dangerous forward line that the Queen Ants have. Um, look, the best player on the ground tomorrow, if we're not talking about Jasmine Hewitt, obviously she puts her hand up too, but Danielle Ponta, easily the most credentialed player on the ground tomorrow. She is an AFLW star, and not only that, I spoke to her last year, and she said that an 
an TFL premiership with St. Mary's would mean just as much as what an AFLW premiership would mean. So she'll be ready to go. It's not like, say, in you know the Men's Premier League sometimes where they fly in an ex-AFL player and you don't know if their heart's fully in it. We know that Danielle Ponta will do anything uh, she can to get Saints over the line. So it must be fantastic playing with a player the calibre of Danielle Ponta. Yeah, uh, playing alongside Danielle, it's amazing. She just goes about her business. No fuss. Um, she just gets the job done. She's so humble. Uh, she's probably hating the fact that we're talking about her right now. But, um, yeah, she just brings a whole, you know, that St. Mary's, the just the drive, I guess, and everyone wants to win and everyone wants to push for her as well. It's not every day that you get an... AFLW player of that calibre to come in and play local footy and back at their home club. So everyone's, you know, really rallying around that as well. 100%. And Gemma, you have had a terrific career in the NTFL for a long time now. I started at the Double Blues, and you are champion of the Buffets. Um, even even though you're a Saints player now, you'll always be a champion Buffets player. Uh, how have you found your form this season? How's the body holding up? There were a few injuries earlier in the year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, but how, how have you found your form, especially post-Christmas? Um, well, I had a season in Cairns um, in the off-season. That was really good, and I enjoyed that a lot. And I had Jacob Andre... Um, I was doing his footy fit program, um, so doing that strength and conditioning, which was awesome, and he tailored it um, to me um, playing as well, but also having a pre-season. Um, and then, yeah, in the earlier on in the season, I torn two ligaments in my ankle, so my physio, Phil, who's a part of St. Mary's, he was really good and got me back on the track. But, yeah, just making sure that I'm doing all the right things, um, at Saints, we've been training very, very hard and recovering and making sure we're doing all the right things. So, yeah. Very good. It sounds like you've got a team of people. You're like LeBron James. You've got my physio, my my trainer, this and that. <laughs> I love it, Gemma. Hey, look, it's, it's an interesting game. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting game uh, before your one. You won't be able to watch a lot of it because you'll be going through your own preparations. But um, And it can be an awkward topic for people to talk about. But what's your take on the Nycliffe-Waratah game before that? You had a first-hand look at Nycliffe last week, and I thought they were competitive earlier on. Um, but then Waratah come with a lot of form as well. So had that sort of shaky end of the season, but then a 103-point win uh, last week. And, and a type of team, from what I gather, talking to Rick Nolan, that when they've got all their players available and, and flying up and all that sort of stuff, um, they can be as good as any team just about in the competition. So where do you see the waratah Nightcliff game going? Uh, I think Waratah, with their full-strength team, they'll probably beat Nightcliffe. Um, the likes of Steph O'Brien, she mm. is an amazing player and they've got her back in. Um, Alicia Healy, she's another quality player. Um, and Aggie Singh, she's back in the team. So she's a live wire down the, down the forward line. She's really hard to stop when she's on. Um, I just think that they have more depth and experience. However, Nightcliff, like credit to them, they've worked so hard over the past few years, like Shannon Miller really pushing that program and done all the work then. Um, but yeah, they have some quality players as well, but I feel like Waratah is just going to get the better of them. Sorry. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, good luck, Gemma. Uh, I think it's going to be an absolutely amazing contest whichever way this game goes tomorrow. And and, and as, as I said, I'm a big believer that it's a two-horse race in the Women's Premier League competition. And, and regardless of how it goes, it's going to be a grand final preview anyway. So good luck tomorrow. Uh, prepare well. Thank you. Thanks, Jacko. Thanks, Nick. 
That was Gemma Iacono, who is the a star player in the St. Mary's Women's Premier League team. Former Darwin Buffett's player, so as a Buffs man, it was disappointing to lose her. And also Takisa Hale, formerly Takisa Doherty Cole, uh, who has missed a lot of the season, well, the whole season, really, with a knee injury. So, um, look, I think that it's going to be an a very entertaining game of football. And, Nico, I think we have you back. It's It sort of pays testament to the how much the football has improved in, in the women's, not just Australia-wide, but particularly in the Northern Territory Football League. The final last year between St. Mary's and Pint, I think it was a prelim final, was one of the most exciting games of football I've seen in a long, long time. Um, and, and the thing, too, is that the atmosphere in these games, the crowd support and, and how vocal everyone is, it's it's just outstanding. Oh, mate, you're, right. you're absolutely correct. And there's... Uh... As um, as Jem just uh, alluded to, you know, having Danielle Ponte come and play for St Mary's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've got my Danielle Ponte glasses on, but I, I think she's one of the best in the AFLW by country mile, and uh, she's mm. got that real X factor about her. But to have her come up and play for a home club, and to have some of those, you know, the young girls around her getting the opportunity to not only train beside but also play alongside one of the greats of AFLW. Would you know? Would do absolute wonders for for te- women football, especially in the in the top end. Well, one hundred percent. I think it's a huge luxury and something that we need to make the most of because I can't see this continuing, you know, into the future as the AFLW becomes more and more professional and the contracts get bigger and bigger. I can't see. AFL clubs allowing star players like Danielle Ponta to play for their junior team. And, and this is not, you know, pouring water over it all or being being a dampener here, but I just I think that's just a reality of the AFL business. I mean, it would be amazing if Southern Districts could slot Stephen May in centre-half forward or centre-half back this weekend or, you know, you have Daniel Rioli running around off the half-back flank for St Mary's. So, um, yeah, that that is that is the reality, though, at the moment with um, the St Mary's Women's Premier League team. They've literally got, you know, a top top 10 player in the AFLW and, and at her best, maybe one of the, the most talented players in, in Australia um, that will play and, and line up in a screen and goal jumper this week. So, yeah, that's that's exceptional stuff. It'd be great to see if we can get Danielle over the coming weeks to, yeah, we to sort of talk about that because she um, generously gave her time around about this time last year and spoke about what it meant to her. And, um, yeah, it was great to hear her sort of pour out how much passion she has for the St. Mary's Football Club. Obviously, she's a, um, she's a long and she's also her father, Shane Ponter, is a six-time premiership player at the club and and Danielle would love nothing more than to have a premiership medal around her neck as well. So, yeah, it's it's a it, it's it's a great situation that we can have players of her caliber up here. It's a, it's funny. I can just imagine it. Like I know Danielle quite well, and I wouldn't be speaking out of turn here, but I can imagine when it comes to contract time, you know, with Adelaide Crows and the, you know getting all the contracts done, and then this little clause down the bottom saying uh, able to play for St Mary's Brus because she just <laughs> you can you can imagine getting it done. But is it? I mean, there's, there's not. I don't think there would be anyone else in the country like it, really, because I mean, NTFL uh, is playing at you know this time of year. There's no other. There's no other comp playing, and so, so there's no, there's no real AFL other AFLW players that would be able to play in their off season. Where like Danielle Ponta, there's nothing screams preseason like playing in the top end. I'll just say that. Oh, 100%. And just as a bit of a side track thing, and I won't take too long here, but I've always thought the NTFL, and I think I've had this conversation with you or with Rick Nolan recently, I've always thought the NTFL could be used as a development competition for some players. Like, for example, Richmond have got a guy as a Category B rookie that's played 
five games of football in his life, I believe. He's an NBL player. Um, why can't someone like him run around for four or five games for the Tiwi Bombers or something like that? Um, you know, with, with close eyes on him and, and management, and hey, you're only playing three quarters and you're only doing this, and you're only doing that. I get that. You know, we have to be carefully managed. But some of these Category B rookies aren't on huge money. They're not being, they're not on $500,000 contracts or anything like that. So I, I'm surprised, or not surprised, but I think it would be a good idea that, you know, some a speculative beanpole 210 centimeter ruckman that gets drafted, pick 50 in the rookie pick, you know, get someone like him to play a few more games up in the territory just to work on a few things and stuff like that. I've always been a big believer that something like that could work. Well, mate, you've not thought, like we were talking and I was having this conversation not that long ago. Can you imagine? So imagine, so like a top 20 player gets, oh, you know, gets drafted and it's, say he's a ruckman or whatever, right? And he's he's not gonna get he's not gonna get game time because I don't know there's Sammy there's uh, big Sam Draper in the way mm. uh, no one's gonna take his spot this kid's gonna sit there sort of like a bit like Nick Bryan for instance let's use that as an example high high draft pick sort of just been sitting there developing over time developing over time why not do something like you just said I mean like that's that's one you know for someone that was at a high draft pick but say Essendon could say to North Melbourne all right. We've got this kid. We're not going to be able to get AFL games into him, which we want to. You can borrow him for a year. And if you mm. want to play, if you don't have a Ruckman, you can play him. And then Essendon get rewarded in return for doing that, to giving another club something from the AFL. Say it's a pick down in the, you know, the, the lower end of the, the draft. But this just keeps developing kids. Uh, like we, the old loan system. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't mind it. Mm. I think you're an ideas man, Nico. But, yeah, I think that the more and more we draw upon sports from overseas, you know, we have a mid-season trade period now, not mid-season trade period, but the mid-season draft. Um, that'll probably turn into a mid-season trade period eventually, I imagine, Nico. Mm. Um, and, and I think, you know, our sport will more fall in line with what uh, sports like the EPL and the NBA and, and things like that do. So I certainly wouldn't be surprised if we see players being loaned out, for lack of a better term, uh, in moving into the future. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, uh, we better we better wrap it up. At, well, you better wrap it up at your end because you've got to shoot off to work, don't you? A hundred percent, mate. I um, I do. I need to sign off here. So, big day at work at the Wallagi Primary School. But uh, what have you got on? So, obviously, I'm going to have a casual chat here. But what have you got on for the weekend? Uh, mate, I uh, what am I doing? I'm doing a bit of uh, just floating around the house. I'll be watching Essen and Geelong tonight, uh, which we didn't. Didn't really get to talk about the the practice game, so we've got uh, we got round zero next week. So that's something, Jack. Oh, yes. we'll, we'll have a fair bit up our sleeve. Might even try and get a uh, AFL play on next week. We'll just see if what we can sort of wrangle in the meantime. But not a lot, mate. But uh, we better get to a break. So I've got to get Andrew O'Toole on the other side of this break. But mate, as, good, mate. as always, great work by you today, and we'll see you next week. That's a pleasure. See you later, guys. Stick around here on Sen Top End. <laughs>